Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magic Write is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Welcome to another up. Ep- Do I say another episode? Sure. It, it's you're the it's you're the intro le- lady. So uh, it's mm. your the world yeah. is your oyster. Welcome to an episode. Welcome a to new episode. Welcome to Killing Time. Yes. yes. We're all a little tired. <laughs> We're guys. all a little bit hungover. Mm-hmm. A little bit tired. Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one goth. And I guess before we start the episode, do we want to talk about why we're a little bit tired, a little bit hungover? I think so. Okay. So last night, we did our first photo shoot for the first degree. Billy, since, you are literally... Since the beginning. Sorry. There, Billy is looking... One of his eyes is straight in the sun looking at me. Yeah. And the other one is in the shade. And that is not uncomfortable. It, it's like a weird Bowie thing going on. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, you right. wish. Anyways, so we did our uh, first photo shoot of three years. The first, the only other photo shoot that we've done is the one that is on our icon for the Which podcast. Is so not even what we look like anymore. No, I have had a lot of Botox since then. I am a new woman <laughs> in several ways. <laughs> I don't know. In in relationship to my age, that was only, you know, like yes, five, but you, 5% of my age But you ago, don't have so. a beard. Yes, that's true. I added the beard. Yeah. The beard is a good look, Billy. I'm glad that you've added that into your repertoire. Thank you. I'm undecided. Really? On, bo- on both looks, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> They're both uh, subpar. Not not interested. Try something else. We'll see if that one sticks. Um, so right. we need... Our, basically, our goal for this photo shoot was to replace the photo on our podcast logo. Because right. it's old. It's not us anymore. We've reinvented. We've become a new us. Also, like Vogue has never asked me or Jack or Billy to do a shoot. So it's like we have to... to and everyone wants one. Everyone wants one of those crazy photo shoots that yeah. it's like you have pictures where you're dressed in some avant-garde shit we all want it admit it yeah so we just had to do it ourselves since no one asks yeah. us to and, and then Annie Leibovitz was not banging on our doors Terry Richardson so. either no you don't want Terry Richardson to bang on your door yeah. not that predator <laughs> not that predator but I mean talk about avant-garde but we mm, got most of our stuff on 
not avant-garde websites, but that's okay. You could never know. You You'll never, never know. know. You're, I'm not going to say where we got Honestly, it. I feel like we did good. But it might have been designer. It might not have been designer. Yeah. Some of the pieces were old designer pieces that we worked in. That is true. Yeah. And yes, you know. But um, yeah, I think that it took us like a bit to hone in, I think, on what we were going for. But by the end of the night, I feel like we ended up with a home run. And we're so excited. We're so excited. To like debut the new look. Yeah. Yes. Can't wait. It's very us. Mm-hmm. It is very us. It's I think I think everybody is going to be very happy. I think everybody's going to be so happy. And you'll all be happy, but we promise Billy looks unhappy in every photo he took. <laughs> I mean, that was ta- when I said honing in, it's more so Alexis and I like exuberant. jumping around. Yeah. And then Billy having like, the worst time of his life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like that's what he strives for. That's about right. Yeah. He's not looking for happiness, this no. guy. No, he's not, which gives you happiness at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, it is what you're asking for, is mis- misery. Indifference. <laughs> Indifference or misery. What's well, that? Yeah. I was going to say misery, but I, changed my mind. I live my life with a... a large amount of indifference no you live your life with acceptance mm. like you're very mm-hmm. i will say jack is very tough love because she's all about like accepting what you can't control she's like it is what it is so when i get all sulky and like mm, coddle me she'll be like you can't control this yeah you know like get like you have to accept it so jack just lives her life with self-acceptance billy on the <laughs> other hand i'm not really sure what you're going for over here yeah yeah, if you, if you figure it out, let me know. Yeah, I don't know if we're ever going to be that sure no. about what Billy's going for. Um, okay, well, Billy, what is our dark day today? Okay, so today today is August twenty sixth, <laughs> and it is Keith Ranieri's birthday. That dick, dick ball. Wow. Boo. So we know that Keith between ninety eight and two thousand eighteen. Who he is was, Keith Ranieri? He was running a a uh, a thing called Nexium. A cult. A thing. Let's let's not call necessarily it call it, it a cult just yet. Okay. Um, they did uh, personal development seminars. They would recruit celebrities, and of course, there was systemic sexual abuse. Yeah, and the first um, little caption from Keith Ranieri's Wikipedia says that he's an American felon, a cult leader, and a convicted sex trafficker, if we want to describe him a little bit better. Convicted. And he's very short. Well, yeah, fucking Napoleon. He's also really, really into volleyball. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, he would make his little minions come and watch him, right? At, in at, the middle of the at night, two a.m. That, that is so, so bizarre. I'm like a narcolepsy person. At t- I'm if if I'm no, how do you do a physical activity at that time? That is just there's even if he was like the most wonderful person in the entire world, playing volleyball at the wee hours of the night. Huge red flag. Huge red flag. Huge yes. red flag. You're at least doing cocaine at the very least. Some sort of fen-fen or yeah. like diet pill, <laughs> if not so, diet pill. <laughs> at the end of the day, it was revealed that he was uh, raping young girls. He was uh, sexually abusing a lot of people. He had to pay out $3.5 million in restitution. This is new. This just happened recently. Yeah. Does he have the money? Or did he I don't, bleed himself dry during his defense? Well, those fucking... The... Um, oh, my God. The two gin 
sisters. Yeah, the Jin sisters. The Bronfman sisters. The Bronfmans, yeah. They gave him millions and millions mm-hmm. and millions of dollars. I don't know if he got to keep that, though, once he got convicted. Suckers. Suckers. Well, I think they either pled, made it, did, did a deal. Like, they got in trouble, too. Yeah. Yes. So he is now serving 120 years in prison. Not enough. The reason why uh, we're bringing this up, this is his birthday today. He's 61 years old. But Nexium started as an MLM. And during today's True Crime Rewind, we're going to dive into that culture, the MLM culture. Yeah. And if you're in, I mean, I think it's a group in Lady Gang, right? No MLMs allowed. I mean, MLMs have a bad rap for good reason. No, yeah. We've all taken a strong stance on how we feel about MLMs. And we're going to dive into that a little bit later. That's right. But until then, we've got some bitching to do. Sure do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? All right. Welcome to On the Stand. Today, we are being... I cannot speak today. Today, we are bringing... We're in rough shape, guys. We're doing our best. <laughs> We're, doing our We're still showing up and doing it. <laughs> I know. Listen, we won't miss an episode. Hanging by a thread, but we'll we'll show up It'll, and put up. Lots of mistakes that we're not going to edit out, but that's what Killing Time's all about. Authenticity. Yes. Authenticity. Mm-hmm. You don't even know all the shit that we edit out of our normal episodes. <laughs> You don't know how many times I've cried. <laughs> I mean, it's bleak over here sometimes, but we, we're we committed. We're committed. Um, anyways, on the stand, we're bringing an idea, a thing to the stand. We're either defending it or prosecuting it. And then at the end of the day, we're voting if it's guilty or not guilty. And then, of course, we take it to our Instagram followers for everybody to vote and see if we're really like on the nose of oh, yeah. how we should feel about certain subjects. Yeah. It's or a like learning we, experience. Are we status quo or are we against the grain? Yes. Mm. Or do we need to like rethink about something that we're very passionately like, against? Yeah, totally. We want to hear counter arguments. Yes. Counter arguments, please. Billy, yes. I feel like you never start. All right. I'm going to start. It is the summer. Yes. I believe somebody might have brought this up uh, in the Facebook group. Okay. Water, oh. water parks. <gasps> Ooh. All right, now, water parks That's sounds a, like a good idea. Yeah. In theory, mm. it's really hot out. You want, you're going to go to an amusement park where you're going to be able to cool yourself off. Mm-hmm. As somebody that loves themed entertainment, loves amusement parks, don't like them. Okay. Because it just seems, A, they're incredibly dangerous. Gross. B, they're <laughs> very gross. And see, it's just a recipe kind of for disaster. Counter argument, lazy river. You can't beat a lazy river. But what is grosser than a lazy river? I just like, I'm cringing thinking about that water that probably has like condoms in it. No, and honestly, like walking around barefoot stomping in like the wet, dirty, like water puddles around the park uh, and stuff like uh, it's so fucking gross and it's seeping with chlorine because they're really trying to get rid of all of the germs urine but however child urine there everybody knows the smell the smell of the chlorine mixed with all of the germs and yes. the dunk skin. and the and the heat yes. and like yes the dead skin and the honestly In sorry the algae, bodily fu- fluids yeah like, and, and the band-aids because you'll always see the four band-aids, or five band-aids just floating around well you just you know what that smell is like you can smell it right now i know everybody yes. listening uh, you know what that and it's is not, it's, it's not cleanly it's not the chlorine smell of pirates of the caribbean it's not that that's also worse. bad that's wonderful 
Caribbean. No, it's not. It smells th- like mildew. No, the parts of the Caribbean smells very bad. I can s- smell that right I now. Smell as it right well. now too. <laughs> Billy <laughs> just, just took his mic, took off. mic off. But I will say, <laughs> water parks, We didn't understand the idea of self-preservation. What Billy, are you getting? We didn't understand. I'm talking, Billy. We didn't understand the concept of self-preservation, and we didn't understand things being disgusting. Yeah. When we were kids, I actually enjoyed it. It, on uh, in California, I went to Raging Waters and Wild what's Rivers. One, what's the one in New York? In, in Riverhead. What did you just say? In Riverhead. <laughs> you just sounded like what? an Italian slash Jewish grandmother. Yeah, it's over in, there. In Riverhead. It's over in Riverhead. I think it's called Splish Splash. Yes, yeah. Splash. Yes, oh my god. No, but see, I have nostalgic re- memories of that, but I could never enjoy it as an adult. No. Also, you've heard crazy stories. I think there was a beheading at a water well, park. There okay. was the one in Kansas City. Yeah. Let me now. Switch the conversation. There is this documentary. I don't know what it's on. Maybe Class Action Park. Class that's Action a, that's Park. That's where we grew up. Mm-hmm. Did you guys go? I no. went. I went. You went. And I had the I, I had the scars to prove it. Like on the Alpine slide, I would I, you, every you would come back to school, and everyone's like, and people would see that you had bandages on, and be like, you went to Action Park. Didn't well, you? there was a, okay. So Class Action Park was about this uh, water park called Action Park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it basically like told the whole tale of the entire history of the park and the guy that started it that was like kind of like this fun, crazy guy, but also probably a psychopath. Probably. And made these insane rides. Like one of the rides did a loop de loop, a full just, circle. Yes. And this is like it's a tubular slide that you would with water with water in it. That yeah. people were getting like skin peeled off their bodies because there were cre- there were like seams, seams in the yes. pipes. Yeah. And the seams were like not sealed enough yes so it was like cut skinning people yeah and like breaking off people's teeth and like the diarrhea anyways there's there were (laughs) because of the tubes because of the tube well you know you know the slides like you can't have a really high slide it's gonna go up people's every time i just think about this like something like what you just said i think of jared monaco working at (laughs) makudu's island makudu's island and he's like a kid crawled through vomit and was like a smoothie i just crawled through a smoothie (laughs) yeah i mean this is the shit that happens at places like that but um um, yeah, that's a great documentary for anybody that wants to it's watch really it, good. except for the death. I mean, a bunch of people died. But yeah, and they would, they would, uh, many people died in the water oh. areas. Yeah. Because the a lot of the deaths happened in the wave pool. Mm. It was this giant pool with these giant fans. Yep. And it was a wave thing, and then people would die in them. What's so interesting to me is that literally... When you learn how to swim in the ocean and you're taught about the ocean, they're like, avoid the rip curls at all costs. <laughs> yeah. and, and then, then they're, they're asking like, you to dive into a one. A rip curl. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I feel like a, probably a lot of it was the amount of people that they were putting in that wave pool, too. And the amount of oversight. It was tumultuous. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It Everything was... on that park was wrong. Yeah. No. But it looked like so much fun. It did. It looked like so much fun. And the fact that it's like old footage, it just looks like nostalgic. The 80s, like nobody gives a shit. No cell phone in sight. That's why we all turned out like this. Children of the 80s. Yeah. That's why we're interesting and cool. We're the 90s. You guys are children of the 90s. Whatever. I'm children of the 80s. Whatever Gen Z. Okay, so water parks. Guilty. 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 Just for the cleanliness. Brody. But miss them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm gonna go next. So on the stand for me today is red receipts. Red uh, receipts on your text messages 
Billy, do you know what these are? Yes. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're looking at me like you're very confused about what I was talking about. Here, here's my old school mind. I'm thinking, wait a minute. She's going to Target and they're giving out red receipts instead of the plain white receipts. Oh, yes. wow. That's a weird place for you to go. <laughs> no, a red receipt on an iPhone message mm. basically tells you when the person has, quote unquote, seen the message. It tells you the timestamp that they opened it up. Yeah. Now, I think that this is problematic for so many reasons. It can be, but it can be convenient well so the reason why i brought it up is because somehow now you have red receipts on your phone what i don't know if it's maybe just from your computer it might just be you do do you i have red receipts from you i don't why would you put them on for me alexis usually people put them on for people they're trying to manipulate okay well (laughs) it doesn't say send red receipts on there you do i swear to god i will show you Uh oh i get enough look it says red 229 it might be it must be my computer but honestly i've been having issues with this before Mm, where sometimes story Mm. why what am i manipulating (laughs) you for like i don't i didn't and only me she doesn't need that because if we don't respond to her in an hour she's gonna yell at us anyway (laughs) i know i'm like you are the most interesting person to put on a red receipt because Uh, that is that honestly it makes sense, but it doesn't because this has happened before and I like didn't believe I was like, there's no way it's either on or off. Or I've been having some confusion with this mm. before hmm. w- recently. Yeah. And I was like that. But I honestly, I got a new phone. This is a new phone. Uh, but I just showed you you're not on red receipt. Well, I am. Well, this is a problem. Mm. This is a conundrum that we're going to have to talk about later. Shit. But we'll go back into the regular concept of red receipt. Okay. Now, the thing about red receipts is everybody has their phone on them all of the time. Mm -hmm. And unless you are the busiest person in the world, you're probably reading your text messages around the time that they're coming in. Or you're at a movie. A movie. Or you're playing a a game, a hockey game. You're in the pool. There's a lot of things. Or you're like working, I guess. Yes. But even if you're even on in my preferences either. But even if you're working, everybody has their text messages going into their computer. I don't. You don't? I refuse to do that. Oh, that's why you never respond to text It's why I get so... he. That's why he's like, email a Zoom link to me. I'm like, set up texting. No. I te- it's my one refuge when I'm writing on my computer. I don't need to be hearing from you people. <laughs> you people. <laughs> Rude. Well, a normal person would be seeing... And I'm not the type of person that needs a response right away. But a normal person would be re- seeing a message within a couple hours at most. So I don't like the anxiety that it gives you yeah. when you send a text message that you normally wouldn't care about. And then you keep checking to see if the person's read it or not. Because you know they've seen it. Yeah. They're just not opening the text message to now control the situation so that you don't see that they've seen listen, it. Listen. Did someone traumatize you with red receipts? No. Because I only have had positive experience. Like, I don't have any negative connotations with them, but I see, I just think it depends on the rapport. If it's a healthy rapport and it and it's flowing and it's fine, I think it's great because then you don't have to make, I just think get an acknowledgement. They're unnecessary. Listen, I, yeah. I think that... The idea, the, the whole texting thing is so, <laughs> texting. I know I'm going to sound Archaic. like an old man here, but listen, actually today, I actually picked up the phone and called somebody without texting them first. Did they answer? Yes. And it was Paul. And I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to text him first. I'm going to call him. He was, it was 10 o'clock. He says he was eating lunch on his deck, which is so weird because it was 10 o'clock, but it was like, it was what we used to do back in the day. You just call. Makes me highly uncomfortable. It. Don't mm. do that to me, please. No, I don't like it. Actually, I call you sometimes without you did warning. Mm-hmm. I did that today. You did that today. Well, I were, had a question. You did have a question. It was a kind of urgent with an immediate answer. Yes. Yeah. 
Anyways, that's not what's on the stand. Okay. Red receipts. Red receipts. Back to red receipts. I say guilty and unnecessary because everybody's on their phone all the fucking time that there's no need. I say guilty. I say not guilty, but you guys are the majority. Okay. Well, I'm says, says the one person that has red receipts on her phone. Also, I just looked at Jack's individual thing and red receipts were turned on, but I didn't turn those on. Mm. Only for me. Huh. What you are you were to just do? on my computer sending yourself oh. something. Maybe you're manipulating me with red receipts. <laughs> Could you imagine if you're gaslighting me? I was gaslighting you like that. You're that like, is... it's so weird, Alexis, that you put on red receipts. I'm like, what? I did. And you did it. Wow. I love this. I know. I didn't do it, but like that sounds it's like very layered. Thing to do. It's layered. Yes. I'm into okay, it. Yes. Okay, Lex, what's on the stand for you today? All right. So um, on the stand today, I'm going to put on the stand, when you're on a plane mm-hmm. and the pilot does his job mm-hmm. and doesn't kill you and lands the plane. Are we talking about clapping? And then people clap. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, Cla- there's no... okay." That's he's just his job is so you don't die. Yes. There's no alternative to not landing it. He must land. Must. That's like a prereq for this job. He yeah. must land every time. I don't think we should do something like like as menial as like clapping because then maybe one day he'll be like I didn't get the recognition I deserve and like maybe lower his flight standards mm. and lash out in some weird way or do one of those like weird flips. <laughs> midair to like punish us for not giving them enough accreditation the clapping on the plane lands i think has been a controversial controversial subject for a while i'm so i hate it it's so it's so sick listen unless <laughs> unless the only reason Crazy i feel like or something no that i feel like a, you should clap on a plane lands is if you're going to rage your face off and like everybody on the plane is going to Miami to club or something. And then you finally arrived and then the weekend can begin. Sure. And then it's like, if you play craps and everybody claps when the person rolls, and you it's know, it's not about the pilot. It's about you starting to party the crowd. Yeah. Okay. But then he might mistake it for clapping for him. And, and that then he's going to get a little bit too confident. I'm just telling you ego, an inflated ego can do a world of harm. Okay. Billy, what are your thoughts on this? Listen, I've said this before on this podcast. I think flying is a ridiculous invention. It's amazing. Can you say that on this? That we oh, can yeah. do this. And I think you're clapping not only for the pilot, you're clapping for the engineers the people that built the plane, the people that invented all this stuff. <laughs> That's not what people are clapping for. I don't care. They were invented in like 1900. I don't care. You're still appreciating it because it, you know what? It used to take seven, eight, nine weeks to go from New York to California. People have been flying California. since the 60s and it hasn't even evolved that much. It really hasn't evolved at all. Don't give them that much credit. You know what? We're flying on the same planes from like the 70s. It I'm- is mind-blowing to me that transportation has barely evolved. Yes. Barely. And like the richest dude can only go up to space for like seven minutes or some shit. And fuck Jeff Bezos. Yeah. We you know way. Exactly. But I'm saying we're flying on planes that are 40 years old sometimes and nothing has gotten better. And that shocks me. You know what though? It's better than 10,000 years of civilization. I think you should start booing when the flight lands. <laughs> <laughs> we Boo. demand like, better. You know, we Where's demand- our fucking rockets? <laughs> we this is demand bullshit. better. Why aren't we flying at the edge of the atmosphere yeah. so we can get to Japan in f- an hour? Five That's hours right. New York to LA? That's Boo. right. Boo. Three Especially hours. with the, listen, with the price of flights as steep as they are sometimes, I understand they dipped during COVID, but like also, 
I've been charged a thousand dollars to fly to Europe or something. I'm like, well, I no. should be teleported. When you do think about it, it actually is pretty crazy that you can fly around the entire planet for a thousand dollars. That's pretty crazy. No, it's just one continent uh, hop. It's and pretty the, fucking amazing. Around the world's hard. A flight to Thailand or Australia is a lot more. Yeah, but still, it's still not that much money when you think about the, what you're actually doing. You're flying around the the one thing that we know and nothing more. If I had the gavel, I would slam it and say, "I deserve better." <laughs> Boo. Wow. All right. But thank you for getting me there safely. Please don't stop. Yes. Yeah. Um, so clapping when the plane lands. I say it's guilty because I think it's so annoying. Guilty. Not guilty. Okay. Let's pull the list. You're a clapper, aren't you? I'm not a clapper, but I don't begrudge it because I believe that it is kind of He's thrilled. He's that, always that... drunk when the plane lands, so he doesn't oh, know anything. Anyway. He doesn't even know too. what's going on. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, when we come back, it is time for some true crime rewind. When I was growing up, I took French in high school, but I could never get the language to stick. I wanted to be fluent so bad, but it never happened. I just couldn't focus and I couldn't practice enough and it didn't work. But thankfully, there's Rosetta Stone, which is the most trusted language learning program and it's available on desktop or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone is different. It immerses you in so many ways. And with its intuitive process, you can pick up any language naturally. First with words, then phrases, and then sentences. And before you know it, boom, conversations. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the first-degree listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com first. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com first today. Okay, so it comes as no surprise that I have absolutely no idea how to cook. I don't want to learn how to cook. It's not really my thing. But when I tried Factor meals, it was a freaking game changer. So Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. So the first time I tried Factor meals, I was actually blown away because I'm like, that's it. That That's all it is. Two minutes and the meals are so delicious. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, ooh, fancy, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Like I said, they're so easy to prepare. I love them. So head to factormeals.com slash degree50 and use code degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code degree50 at factorymeals.com slash degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's almost summer and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. 
visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. True crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. So as we said, today is Keith Ranieri's birthday. Boo. Boo, yes. And he was the founder of a thing called Nixium. Now, Nixium. A cult. Okay, what do you keep fine. calling it a, a cult, thing? Fine. A sex People trafficking People are going to get mad at a you. A sex trafficking Yes. Because <laughs> it's, it's really like terrible and destructive. It, it, was, it, was, it was completely horrible. Go watch the, uh, the doc, particularly the doc on stars, yeah. which did not pull punches. But Nixium actually started out as an MLM. Now. Multi-level marketing is what that stands for. Yes. yes. Now, if you want to know how bad MLMs are, in most true crime Facebook groups, there are rules. The first rule is usually no hate speech, no racism. Yeah. The second rule is usually no MLMs. Yep. So that can show you how bad MLMs Not are. Not our group rules. We should change that. <laughs> I don't know if we've gotten infiltrated no by MLMs ever yet. tried to. They yeah. will at some point. Yeah, it'll happen. But it hasn't gotten bad yet. Mm-hmm. All right. Ladies, you know about these, uh, these MLMs. How do they creep into our lives? Well, I was talking to Jack about this when we were talking about this segment. Did you, are you familiar with Cutco knives? No. They were knives that were like sold door to door. That's an MLM. Because like usually people think makeup or health or wellness. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the um, essential oils or, yeah. or Arbonne or um, Mary Kay, right? Like those are the big ones. Is Mary Kay one? Yeah. Yeah. Mary Kay was like one of the original Yeah, MLMs. but Cutco Knives was one too. Um, and they're, they really like span the gambit. It's Cutco Knives. I don't even know what that is, but is that more geared to men? They were sold door to door. By men? By like, yeah, I think by men. So the interesting thing about MLMs is their demographic is almost exclusively women. And by women, it's most exclusively stay-at-home moms. They target minority groups. They target low-income housing because the whole basis of MLM is like you have to, quote-unquote, sell your product to your community. So who's community-based? Women, uh, minority groups, Mm -hmm. low-income households. So they're really preying and being predators towards these type of groups of women. Yeah. But it doesn't come off that way. No, because the person who, you know, recruits you is driving like a pink Arbon mobile. Yeah. And is like, this could be you. I got it for free from work. And again, I mean, the percentage of people who make out like bandits, they're especially predatory because that means they've recruited and stolen money essentially from all the aforementioned groups that Jack mentioned. Okay. So how does it work? So be- Go ahead. Well, the so MLMs are okay. Pyramid schemes and MLMs are two different things. A pyramid scheme is basically all of the success of the person at the top is based on the recruitment of other people. There are no goods exchanged. When pyramid schemes are illegal and MLMs are not. Pyramid schemes are illegal because you're not selling anything. Because you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. So MLMs, they kind of uh, circumvented the whole thing by now offering exchange of goods. So now you're make, making money. I say that in quotes because 99% of people lose money. Because you have to make an initial investment. Because you have, And also, you just don't make money back. for the most part 
having an MLM, but you make most of your money and you rise to the ranks because there's different status levels by recruiting more people. So you're moving to the top of the pyramid by recruiting people and then you make a percentage of their what they sell and what they sell and what they sell to the very bottom plus the products that you sell. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like mostly based on recruitment. So again, it's like circumventing the whole problem. Sure. So that's kind of how they're built. But it's funny because how MLMs are promoted is like this boss, babe, entrepreneur, be your own boss, set your own rules. And it's nothing like that. No. Like it's completely built on lies. It's very um, exploitative. It's very, you know, you have to invest a bunch of money. You have to buy the product to then try to sell it and to try to recruit people. And for someone like me who's not engaged in MLM, the most annoying part is like people from high school yep. messaging you out of the blue, trying to like sell Tupperware to you or some shit or inviting you at a party. You think you're going to a wine and cheese party. And then it's like they sit you down and they do a presentation. I'm just like, are you fucking getting me? I thought I was coming here for, for a bottle of Sauvignon Blanc. Like this is not <laughs> what I signed up for. Um, <clears throat> That being said, the products aren't always terrible. So I swear <laughs> by one MLM product that I won't mention because I'm not going to plug them. Do not plug them. But they make, it make my, makes my eyelashes amazing, and it's changed my eyelash life. Yeah. But I will not promote it. Just do your own Google, and you can find it. Yeah. Um, Billy, do you want to tell a few MLM facts that are a little bit fucked up? Yes. <laughs> so... MLMs, like you were saying, they sell you on you being your your very own boss. Boss babe. Boss babe. But you're not you're not your own boss. You're working on you're a commission based salesperson, yeah. and you're also buying stuff and keeping it in your garage, and you have to sell it. And yeah. then it expires, and then like it's just a mess. The FTC found that they studied 350 MLMs. Ninety nine percent of people who join MLMs lose money. So that's not even. 1% makes money. Yes. 1% isn't losing yes. money. And then the other percentage is breaking even, and then an even smaller percentage is actually making money. So of the 1%, some are breaking even, and a percentage of that 1% is, is actually, actually profiting. Is actually profiting anything. Yes. And 10% of people that manage to make... Um, sorry, we got to cut that. Why? Okay, fine. 10% of people <laughs> manage to make over $100 a week using MLMs. That's it. $100 a week. 10% of the people there in, in MLMs. Now, the worst MLMs. Herbalife. You know this? Yeah, I do. Okay. All right. The FTC mailed checks to- Rita, remember when your mom did Herbalife? Oops. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> to 350,000 people who lost money selling Herbalife products- and um, no, but Rita's mom just took the products. She didn't sell them. Okay. What and do you I mean think she took them. There's products you buy that you they're like nutritional products, but apparently they're good. She didn't sell MLM. She just bought those products from someone oh. and liked them. So she was an MLM consumer. Yeah. Yeah. There's As also, am I. <laughs> there's also Lularoe. Lularoe what is, is that those leggings? Fugly ass leggings with all of the bad patterns. Uh -uh. They're like insane. And apparently sellers pay up to $6,000 to join. Well, that's a, gotta, so that's the thing that's like a huge thing with MLM. Like franchise fee? Like is, well, in, you in essence? To, not only do you have to pay for products. Well, and this is how like going back to um, Nexium, it's like these people were paying. I mean, Nexium was 
more of a pyramid scheme. I guess they were getting something out of it, but they were paying all this money for all these classes, classes. and you had to invest all this money and invest and invest right. and invest. And you're investing in these products and then you have to pay a fee to probably learn how to talk about the products and all this shit. So before you even start, you're out of pocket, like six to 10 grand for some of mm-hmm. these. Yes. There's also Amway, which is kind of like the original. I don't know that one. Yeah, Amway is, I think it's probably from the 50s, 60s, something along the What is it? So, what is the product? It's everything. It's like everything that you would get kind of at Costco kind of thing. Oh, really? Yeah, just like a bunch that of- That sounds great. Just like a bunch of stuff, yeah. So like bulk products? Not so much bulk products, but just like anything that you would get maybe at a supermarket or something. It's just a lot of Milk? stuff. <laughs> I don't think that, you know, just- like, I need to be that, more things, specific. Things that won't expire. Pudding? Uh, um, they might have putting it Amway. Okay, I'm going. I'm on Amway.com because it still exists. They have vitamins and supplements, weight management, sports nutrition, it's nutrition, energy drinks, skincare, makeup, fragrance, bath and body care, hair care, air treatment, cookware. Di- they have everything. So what you mean everything. is no groceries? Are there any? Is there pudding? Is there? <laughs> uh, let me search for pudding. No, no, no pudding. No all right, pudding. so so not like a grocery store so, or like Costco at all. The reason why we're talking about this is we are announcing the first degree pudding MLM. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what if we made <laughs> home scratch at home yes. by Alexis? Everybody, yes. Everyone, what if we please. just announced stove top, <laughs> stove top first degree pudding? <laughs> so the thing made that's with cra- love. Okay, the craziest thing to me is what? Okay. I don't, I'm not in touch with anybody from high school. I deleted my Facebook from really? high school. I Nobody. I have one friend from high school. Caitlin, if you're listening, I love you. Alexis knows Caitlin. Yeah, hi, Caitlin. Um, I don't need to talk to people from high school. Mm. Sorry if anybody is listening. But, uh, so I deleted my Facebook. I only have it for first degree. It's fine. So I don't get those, hey, girl, how have you been? Like, do you want to come to my Tupperware party? But I have had somebody from high school uh, I can't remember what the brand is, but it was like this lip stain. And I'm like, I love a lip stain. She's like, let me send you some products, blah, 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 blah. And it took me so much research to realize that it was an MLM. It was? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're using me. Was it Rodan and Fields? It wasn't Rodan and Fields. Okay. It was like Lip Sense, I think it might have been called. Interesting. And then another one of my friends, then I'm like, you should know better. Now you're selling doTERRA oils. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm like, you're a smart girl. Listen, and again, I love a lip stain. I love an oil, a tea tree, a mint. But like, go get them from the store and from bring them home. Yes. Or you know, but but like, you don't need to commit to like a. Go support a local business. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and again, that's another thing with MLMs that they they kind of uh, promote it as being a small business, but really these are like gigantic, gigantic corporations. corporations. Yeah. Like there is nothing about MLMs. That screams small business. No. At all. Mm-mm. So there you have your MLM primer. Once again, look out for the first degree pudding MLM. Becoming soon. We're not calling it an MLM. We're calling it a cult. And it's I a, want you all to sell it for us. It's a, it's a, pudding, it's a, pudding, it's a pudding cult. Okay? Dude, if there is any MLM that I would be sucked into, it might be a pudding. That's right. Honestly, I have to talk about this. Pudding is the most underrated dessert in America. Mm-hmm. Um, Who doesn't love a chocolate pudding? Yeah. It's good. I the think the texture is amazing. Though. Yeah, more pudding is what it needs. More pudding needs homemade more... first degree pudding. Yeah. No, homemade you know degree... what? First no. degree puddings. We're pudding. <laughs> it's pudding, but then it's uh, uh, add your own toppings. Okay, oh. like it's like a cold stone. 
mm-hmm. but for pudding. Very cold pudding and then add your own. Add like an Oreo crunch gotcha. or add maybe like some chocolate chips Ooh, okay. and you create your own exquisite parfait luxury pudding. pudding. Yeah. So our fleet of pudding trucks <laughs> uh, are going to be coming out soon as well. So be on the lookout for those and it, they'll be franchising it's, opportunities. It's around like $12,000 to start yeah, and invest in your pudding truck of your own. It will, it will be it will be fantastic. And, and then you will be, also enjoy our custard spinoff, which yes. will be coming summer of next year. Yeah. Yes. We'll okay. send you our copy and paste email yeah. that you need to send your all, all your friends on Facebook. <gasps> okay, uh, everyone. You know, you know what we're going to find out right now? Who's Spe- the worst? Speaking of the worst things that we've ever done, like launching our pudding MLM, <laughs> the worst things that you people have ever done. Ooh, yeah. boy. Canva presents stories to keep you up at night. It was an ordinary work day until... The Singapore presentation is at... 3 a.m. The office was shocked. But that's when we sleep. Maya made it less scary with Canva. (laughs) I'll just record my presentation so Singapore can watch it anytime. Record and present anytime with Canva presentations at canva.com. Designed for work. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun. FX's new international spy thriller The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. You are a horrible person. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Hey, worsty-firsties. Um, you all are my people. Those of you who have done questionable things and you ruminate and self-doubt and obsess and then feel so bad that you feel the urge to call and confess, like, we are one. So I hope you feel connected uh, to me in that way and also Jack and Billy. (laughs) Jack's a pretty good person, but Billy's definitely fucked up quite a lot. But we want to hear from you and you need to call us. Here's a few things you should know. They're going to ask you for your name. You don't have to say it. Just say boop or like fuck or whatever the fuck or say your name. We actually don't hear that at all. So we don't know who you are. Yeah. Um, the phone number is 323-539-3516. Again, that is 323-539-3516. Call and leave your worst thing or leave a message of profanity. We don't really care. One other thing to know. About two minutes and 30 seconds, it'll cut off. So yeah. if you're, it's a long story. We love that. Please call back. Just note it's going to cut off at that point. Um. And that's really the basis of wow, our nice, uh, nice selling job. Thanks, Alexis. thanks guys. And uh, your secrets are sort of safe with us, only broadcast to the public, but with true anonymity, if you want. Um, all right, let's dig into our firsty worsty, firsty worsty baby, truly firsty wor- for. <laughs> Never mind. That's okay. It happens. Yep. Hey guys, listening to the podcast, listening to the the worst things people have done, and uh, kind of got me thinking about the worst thing I've ever done. And it, it, it's a toss up between this and something else. But uh, two and a half years ago, I met my fiance now. And she had gotten out of uh, like an abusive marriage like a year before that. And uh, you know, she wasn't in a great place. And um, we got together and 
unfortunately for her, uh, like this guy that she had, um, you know, hang out, whatever, you know, I'm talking about, had been with, uh, before me, just like could not let it go. And this guy was bad, like threatened to kill her dog, forced her into like, you know, a certain situation that no woman ever wants to be in. And for a while, you know, I'd stay at her house and, uh, you know, at night, because, like, we were that worried that this dude was going to come try to fuck shit up. Well, uh, let's see, it was probably, I don't know, four months after, like, this started, we were uh, going to one of our favorite restaurants and driving along, like, this back road where it's, like, up in Appalachia. And this motherfucker just happens to be out chilling, walking along this road. Now, you want to mess with me, that's fine. Don't mess with the girl, and don't mess with her dog, who I love. Okay? So, long story short, I ran this motherfucker over. And it, it did some pretty good damage. Um, I don't want to say unfortunately, but it uh, it did not kill him. Fucked him up real good. Guy was like an MMA fighter. He completely lost his career doing that. Um, brain damage, this and that. I mean, more brain damage than this fucker had before. So, it's one of those, like, stories that you always hear where uh, this dude gets a GoFundMe and, and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Everybody thinks, poor him, poor this, poor that. Got a record a mile long of, like, uh you know, restraining orders and all kinds of violent behavior. Uh, after that, I kind of lose track of the situation. And, you know, I was worried about getting that knock on the door, but it never came. And, I don't know, maybe 14 months after I did that, I am looking in the local news post, and I see a picture. And he has held a woman hostage with a knife to her throat and the police actually got him and, and, and put him away for good. You know, this violent behavior finally caught up with him. But worst thing I ever did was not make sure that that guy couldn't hurt someone else. And I lose no sleep over it, but I did all I could. All right. I have a lot of thoughts. Okay. You, sir, are very bold and you're lucky your instincts are so good because this guy was a dangerous guy and you hurt him and there weren't consequences. That being said, vigilante justice, never a good idea. No. Never a good idea. Very risky for your own safety, freedom. We have a judicial system. It is flawed, but is okay at times. But listen, I, you were very lucky. We were not going to condemn what you did because he ended up being a rapist, murderous weirdo who, who deserved to be in jail. Um, but I commend your valiant efforts in protecting your fiance and her dog. Again, though, we can't encourage this kind of behavior, but I'm really glad you called us and told us. We can't encourage this kind of behavior at all, but- 
we were asking for the worst things that people have ever done. And, you know, yours had a happy ending, but this isn't a risk anyone else should take. And you sound like a good dude. I hope you and your fiance are still together. And you know what? I, I don't know what it's like to have a partner and have their safety be threatened. I really don't. So you did what you did and you are who you are and we can't change the past. That being said, we're so happy that you're not in jail for what you did because under normal circumstances, you may be. You might be. You may be. And sometimes people take that calculated risk and know that. Sometimes people are like, I'm going to do this because that guy killed my son and like, I don't care if I go to jail. And that's a risk people take that's calculated. If you don't want to go to jail, don't do this. Um, I'm really glad you and your fiance are still together and that it all worked out for you guys. This guy does sound like a colossal piece of shit. Um, and we want more of these. Like, we're not sure how to respond. We're not sure how to respond, but like we work in true crime and I'm actually very here for this. And um, if you ever send me something that's hyper legal, like I have a body, whatever I do, send it, but I won't help you. No, no. no. If you send it saying that there, there's... I'll probably try to find you and get yes. you arrested. Yes. Frankly. Well, yes. also, you, yeah. it's it's... It's interesting that this is our first mail caller. And this I love this. And it's the confession that we got. Yeah. And you know what? It's like I like listen, if he was an abusive piece of shit to your fiance, I completely understand your perspective and your fear for her safety. Um and we don't know all the circumstances of your life, so we can't understand maybe why you didn't feel like you could get police involved or why not. We don't have all the information. But we love you. You're one of our scarce male Very scarce. listeners. That's right. Who are starting to become, you know. Well, because you called them out and said we don't have them. They're starting to mobilize on the They're Facebook mobilizing. They are. We're getting more. And, and honestly, if I, we, obviously these male confessions are juicy. Yes. Very juicy. So if you're listening out there and you want to confess your sins. Not only that, you said you were be- deciding between this and another one. Please call us with your other one. <laughs> oh, he did. He's I, like, yeah, I think that's either this one or that one. I'll if there's another one. That you are that's close to this that's one. on the fence, please let us. Yeah, I don't know your name, but we're gonna one. call you John Doe for a while. Yeah. And we call us with our other one. Yes, absolutely. You're an angel. On to the next. On to the next. Okay. So this voicemail is in regards to the call out to the worst thing you've ever done. Alright, so I just finished listening to the second kill in time episode and first of all, love it. Second of all, the email about the cremation. So this whole discussion was about things that you did that was accidental and, you know, how do we feel about it? Well, my worst thing was so not accidental. It was intentional. So (laughs) I'd just like to get your opinions on it. Okay. At one point in my life, I was in a very abusive marriage, and life was not five-star by any means. So I came home from a long, long shift of work. I am a medical professional, and I get home, and my husband at the time and my toddler have just basically gotten out of bed, and the first words out of their mouth are, what's for supper? Nothing's been done. The laundry's been done. The house hasn't been cleaned. The groceries didn't get, like, nothing happens. And I'm livid again because I'm still living this life. But 
I cook supper anyway. And I was doing spaghetti, and I was still very upset. And when I poured the noodles into the colander, a majority of the noodles fell out and into the sink and some a portion, let's just say a large portion, fell into the actual drain where you actually had to pick each noodle up from the drain. So I stand at the sink and I'm looking at these noodles and I'm still so very mad at my significant other and yes, that is when the decision is made that he will be eating the noodles that fill in the drain. So I place the noodles from the drain onto his plate and I put the spaghetti sauce on top and I fix the table and then we all sit down for our family meal and it's him and myself and my son. My son finishes his and he says, oh, I'm still hungry. Can I have some more? My ex at the time says, I'm not going to finish mine here. You can just, you know, have what's left. I immediately jump up and I'm like, no, you cannot eat your leftovers. You know, well, she got cut off at the end of that. Yeah, yes. she got cut off at the end. But, but you I, can imagine what the rest of that will be. You can imagine what it is. And I got to say, hearing her, it's like, this is such, this is a thing that women struggle with, even without family. It's like, you're struggling to do it all. Like, I don't know how you keep your house clean and have a job and date and have a social life. You're really struggling. And like on TV, it looks like we can. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it's easy for women. And it's fucking brutal. Well, and when she was explaining her profession, she was probably a doctor or a nurse or somebody working these long hours and then to come home. And then and she said have, her husband got out of bed. Got out of bed and is demanding things of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I would have done worse. I support you fully because this is one of those harmless things. Like, we are, our immune systems are impeccable. We've eat, we eat gross shit all the time without knowing it. This isn't something that will harm him. I mean, our, we're sending our kids to these fucking water parks we talked about earlier. <laughs> the drain noodles. No, I was like, again, you know when the story starts and you're just like, where is this going to go? Where is yeah. this? I'm like, did she pee in it? Did she spit in it? Is she just doing what everybody else does at a restaurant and putting their hair in it? Like, what is she going to do? So... Uh, depending on what was in that drain i mean it's okay but you know it's just it's the act of doing it and it's the satisfaction that she probably got where it's like i'm sure this isn't the first time that her husband hadn't been helpful Mm -hmm. obviously they're not married anymore Mm -hmm. and something happened so it's not that bad the retaliation could be worse honestly i feel like women need these little releases otherwise we fucking lose it Mm -hmm. because society's sort of like stacked against us like we can never do enough or succeed enough or Mm -hmm. get fair treatment or get fair wages or whatever the fuck so it's like this release help you not fucking explode two weeks after this like you needed this to keep going at your long hours or keep making supper like you know, it's these little victories and mm. that was a victory girlfriend and we support you. Yeah, little no, victories, and, and baby. I, I think we need a, 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 what would be known as a sound drop when she said, and that is when the decision was made. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know yourself, you're introspective. You knew that you needed you're, a little, you're looking into that down, down in that drain, looking down in that drain, like this, at the drain noodles. This is what needs that to be done. That is when the decision was and made. And you're going to keep honoring your instincts because you're a bad bitch who can do it all after all. Yep. Yep. 
on to our next segment. The Costanza stanza. We need like a, I think a song for this. Yeah. I think so too. We can get a bass thing going on. Yeah. I'm a little bit afraid of what everyone will think of this. Okay. Mm. Um, the title for today's Costanza stanza is called George's Love Language. Mm. <laughs> I'm George Costanza. And by now you've come to realize I suck, but I'm able to hypnotize women looking for butterflies. You know, the ones looking for love with stars in their eyes. I convince them there's substance behind these dead eyes. Good, right? Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I tell them I want a relationship, but I'm really looking to terrorize because I'm the kind of guy you're going to despise. I tell lots of lies, a devil in disguise. Oh my God, it's going into a rap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Call me out on it. Ha, I'll make countless <laughs> denies. I always chastise. I gaslight, cajole. I make women cry, make them want to die, give them the highest highs, make them feel like a prize, and then shock them with a painful demise. Heck, no, I never apologize. <laughs> oh I definitely never sympathize. It's pain I'm looking to maximize and lives I'm looking to jeopardize. Whoa. But then again, I'm George Costanza. So is any of this at all a surprise? Wow. Yes. Alexis, that was like so long. And I did that very hungover like an hour before I got here. <laughs> I love this. Wow, that's one of your absolute best. <laughs> Wait till you hear my one on Newman in a few episodes. Oh my God. Bye. I was shocked, you know? They were always such a good team, so successful. But to do something like that? To exceed their budget? While being over budget might not be a crime, it can disrupt workflows. With Monday.com, you and the team can be sure that you're all in sync. All the data, latest updates, files, and budgets are visible to everyone, so you won't miss a thing. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com.